You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Curtain up theater people and welcome to your program is your ticket. My name is Sean Chandler and I'll be your host. Your program is your ticket is a discussion of smaller theater works and people and organizations that make it happen. As many of you know, your program is your ticket is a helpful system where your program is literally your ticket to get into the theater and smaller, more intimate productions. It's these works we like to highlight, and it's our goal on this show to feature as many of these productions as possible while still discussing the biggies. Today's show is the continuation of a new series called Act Two Places. I'm bringing on a series of guests to discuss how COVID-19 affected them and their organizations. As you all know, we've been hit very hard with a complete, hopefully temporary, change of lifestyle and business systems during this pandemic, and theater wasn't spared. In fact, theater has undergone one of its biggest shifts, if not the biggest shift in the history of modern theater. This series gives theater folks an opportunity to discuss the effects of this shift on them and their organizations. My guest on today's show is writer, actor, director, Zion Ashkenazi. I first met Zion in 2014 at the International Dublin Gay Theater Festival when both of our plays were featured, Mine at the Flash and Zion's Jean Genet, Son of a Bitch, which won the Oscar Wilde Award for Best New Writing. Yay! Zion is a multi-talented artist who has performed in multiple medias, including stage and screen. Now, Zion is based in Tel Aviv and very, very much in touch with the rest of the world outside of Tel Aviv, socially and politically. I thought he would make an excellent guest on my Act Two Places series, to talk about how COVID-19 is affecting theater in Tel Aviv. He is a delightful person, and I'm super excited to have him on the show. So let's bring him on. Hi, Zion, and welcome to Your Program is Your Ticket. Hello. Hey, thank you so much. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's it's my pleasure to have you on, and I'm so excited. It's it's. I think this is going to um, provide a lot of information to people who you know, are, are, are outside of Tel Aviv and over here in the States. Uh, I think it's, and, and one of the things that I'm thinking is that we're probably going to hear a lot of similarities. What with this being, you know, a, a global pandemic. And I think we're all kind of dealing with the same thing, but, yes. but there, but I just want to talk about that. So I, I was very, very curious before we do, let's start by having you tell our audience a little bit about your background. 
Okay, so hello everybody. Um, so I'm Zion Ashkenazi. I'm, I'm coming from a Moshav not far away from uh, Jerusalem. I'm an actor and director and a teacher for acting uh, for the last uh, 14 years. And uh, in the last seven years, I'm uh, starting writing uh, plays for theater mostly. And now I'm writing uh, scripts for TV and cinema and uh, running my own writing studio, which is new. Uh, in my circles uh, here in my salon, my living room, Uh, in this circle, uh, sitting uh, writers uh, who write their uh, uh, TV series or films or uh, their first, first book. And uh, yeah, and I'm still 16 years old. Would you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely look 16 years old. And a half. And a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for gracing us with that half. All of us who actually look our age. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we specifically get into the theater aspect, will you please tell us how COVID-19 is affecting Tel Aviv in general? Okay, so in Israel, uh, in general, uh, there are uh, 2,800 uh, people who died, unfortunately, for, uh, by now. And um, as I probably know, uh, Tel Aviv uh, is the most running, exciting, partying place in Israel. Uh, and the feeling here is really heartbreaking uh, for us, uh, the locals. Uh, it's the same feeling uh, for people who used to fly a lot and now they can see uh, the airport totally empty. So clubs, restaurants, uh, even streets uh, used to be empty and, uh, and so and so. Uh, but however... Um, And part of the new world order, uh, there are some beautiful things running there, like people sitting wherever God has thrown a piece of grass, you know, together in groups. And I find it very exciting. I mean, people have learned to travel in their uh, country, nature again. Uh, so, so there are no bars, clubs or anything massive like in the past. Uh, but it's, it's a bit like watching a little green grass grow on a, on a whole burned mountain, you know. Uh, so wow. yes, we miss our Tel Aviv, but we still hear uh, uh, on the beach, in the streets, and in the cruising areas. <laughs> right. And of course, we have uh, our political uh, situation here uh, mixed with uh, our government and the uh, corona, which is huge different story, I guess. But uh, uh, so I can I can say we are moving between these up and downs moods, and we are very uh, creative trying to be. Ah, oh, wow. Just for context, for the rest of the interview, um, what do you mean by your political situation? Talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have Bibi, as you all know, and um, there are some uh, problems in Israel in general. I mean, uh, uh, social problems and political problems. And it's it's a long time that uh, Bibi is, is there. And... Um, People are trying to feel like like it's it's the end of something. Everything is closed on us, and the Corona situation bring it very very uh, uh, uptight. And people just go out to the streets and uh, start to shout out loud whatever uh, they feel. And uh, they have time because they are not work not working, and they finally have the time to. To, to do it, not like in your daily uh, work and family and career and everything. Like now that we are much more free to do that. And yeah, that's what happened uh, here in Israel and started to be a huge thing and, and until 
like almost every day we are standing whenever, you know, uh, in, in Rabin Square in the middle of Tel Aviv, in Jerusalem next to Bibi's house and blah, blah, blah. Wow, that's, that's I'm feeling similarities to that between uh, Tel Aviv and Jerusalem and, and, and the United States because I think that, I, I, I know that the, the coronavirus is really, really impacting the politics here. As you probably know, we just, thank goodness, elected a new president. And um, it's, it, it, feels like, um, it feels like it's almost a playing card that people are using yeah. um, politically. And that's been very, very frustrating. Um, but the feeling okay. is that it, it gives them control. I mean, until now, the, the card was uh, sometimes uh, the Arab uh, people and so it was something else. And, and now I feel like they can control us. I mean, stay at home, we'll pay you until next June or whatever, and, but don't do nothing and don't, I mean, we don't want to hear you. It's okay. So now we have this year. Don't don't be afraid. We will pay somehow. And but the feeling is it's it's a control act, and that's what makes us go nuts because of it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling uh, very handled, very manipulated, uh, controlled, and and uh, it, it's it's we've really, really been tamped down to just do nothing. And there are people, you know, who, I mean, I do it. I do it. My husband, David does it. Um, but we also have people in our life who feel like they shouldn't have to be wearing masks. They shouldn't have to be doing social distancing. It's all just, um, you know, nonsense. And, and for people a way for government to sort of align us with what they want to do. Uh, so it's, I hear you. I hear you. I know. Um, I did want to say that, you know, some similarities you were talking about, you know, going and sitting on grass and, and uh, uh, you know, going and seeing your, your homeland. Here, um, at least in New York, uh, Central Park is always packed, uh, especially now. Uh, we, they, people do social distance outside of their own, you know, guests that they brought to the park. Um, and a lot of people are taking road trips. They're taking trips to wherever they can go without having to come back and then quarantine for like, you know, 20 days. Yes, yes. All of so, my friends around the whole world just did it. Yeah, it's it's so funny because now it's it's like it is more expensive to rent a car than it is to book a flight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about theater specifically. How is covid 19 affecting the Tel Aviv theater community there. Are you having uh, shutdowns, social distances, distancing? Yeah. What's going so on? So this is really, really sad what happened. Uh, so from March until now, the theaters in Israel are closed. Unless it is a limited uh, format, uh, no more than uh, two actors. Uh, and usually it's, it's uh, for schools or groups in open spaces. In mid-June, uh, the Ministry of uh, Culture decided to open uh, the theater back under uh, restrictions, uh, of course, uh, like limited audience, uh, maybe to leave uh, one empty chair between two sitting people, 
but this didn't happen, um, and uh, there was an uh, increase because there was an increase uh, in the number of uh, infected people, and uh, we had to reduce activity again. Mm. Uh, all the people in the entertainment industry are trying very hard to be creative. The Ministry of Culture was uh, uh, has even uh, come out with this some uh, temporary uh, programs such as uh, open air theater when people watch it from their balconies, you know, mm. and yeah. so and so. But you know, it's not uh, the same thing. I think the hardest feeling uh, we experienced uh, as uh, entertainers uh, is that uh, the world can live without us. Uh, we meet we, we meet a world uh, that is in a state of survival. And unfortunately, we are not the bread of the world and we, we are not the water of the world and not the butter of the humans. We are the flower. And it is possible to live without a flower. Uh, this situation is unbearable, but it's true, unfortunately. And it's really... It's a heartbreaking time for artists. Indeed. Uh, tell us about those first few days after the, like, the very, very first lockdown. I'm sure everybody remembers the beginning and how it pertains to them. How were you affected personally? You mean right in my birthday party? Yes, <laughs> it was really nice. <laughs> no way, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, at the beginning, I was just shocked. Um, but since I'm a very, um, I hope, effective uh, person, I felt that my uh, irresponsible prayers uh, were somehow answered and the world really stopped and gave me no stressful time to write my plays, uh, look for investors uh, for the uh, scripts, uh, turn some of my plays to, to a script. Uh, shoot uh, some uh, uh, satirical sketches, etc. Uh, the second lockdown uh, we went to uh, in September was uh, more difficult for me uh, because I uh, required a very long uh, passion, patience uh, when I deal with only one thing of everything I like to do, writing, and not acting, not applause, no interaction, no you know, audience, nothing. It's just sit and write. And it was at the beginning, okay, I will do that. Thank God. Thank God. It's, it's my time. But after, you know, half year, you, you just want to do something else. Right. Yeah. Um, I've interviewed a couple of writers uh, for, for this series and I'm a writer myself. And I've, I've, I've brought up the point that, for writers, it's a little different because writers are typically always writing for yes. for the future, for a you know six months to a year out, or it's just an idea they have and it may or may not come to fruition. So it's yeah. it's a little different. There isn't a lot of that immediacy going on. Um, so uh, so I totally hear you. Um, did you? Was there like when it first happened or maybe the second time it happened, was there like a, a bit of a grieving process for it? Did you have to shut down for a little while and then rebuild your momentum? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it caught me in, uh, in the middle of uh, final rehearsals for a play uh, directed with an Ethiopian group um, uh, three weeks before uh, traveling to our tour in Frankfurt. Um, and the drama schools where uh, I'm teaching uh, were closed. 
And uh, another play I directed that used to run a few times a week, the one you saw in New York, Angina Pectoris, mm-hmm. uh, um, all of it just gone. Uh, so I, I opened this, uh, as I told you, a writing uh, school uh, here. Um, and the first class started just two weeks after. Um, and actually, that's it. But everything else just was in a rush. I, I, I did some projects and that's why I said it, it's really difficult for me and I'm doing writing and you write writers are just sitting and doing it the same like this is their reality but um, I used to uh, acting and directing and you know go abroad and to teach and blah 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 so it's really it's really the whole package <laughs> Uh, well, I'm it, sorry about this very sad uh, interview. <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually, I was going to say, it's, that's a way more, one of the more optimistic responses yeah. I've gotten to that, um, to that question. A lot of people said, you know, people who are like artistic directors of their own theater companies, um, they, they just, they said, I couldn't do anything but sit on my couch for three weeks. I was so depressed and, and it took a while for them to, to get back, get their mojo back, if you will, yeah, and start being creative again and 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 uh, businessy with their art. So actually, you you turned it around pretty quickly. It sounds like <laughs> I'm really trying. <laughs> you are no, no, you're you're succeeding. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's wonderful. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, uh, how about your friends uh, or colleagues? How are they doing in comparison to you? Are they are they flipping into a positive place, or have they flipped into a positive place as easily as you have? Or how's it overall the theater world? How are they how are they reacting to this emotionally? All of my colleagues are. Um, I mean, some of them really lost it. Um, you know, it's pretty sad because uh, people who were trying in their teeth to hold a theater, a small theater group, a fringe group, you know, and it was anyway really difficult. And anyway, the the, the question sign was always in the air for their theater. Mm-hmm. And now it there is no even light somewhere. Someone say, okay, sit two weeks at home and and afterwards you will get, I don't know, whatever. No, nobody promised nothing. So some of them just lost it. I I know a lot of uh, appeals. People are living on appeals. People started to open new businesses. I mean, I have a friend, an actor friend who just uh, like taking, like doing, I forgot the word now, on a a motor bicycle, like, take something from here and take it to here. So he opened a new uh, company of actors, like, only actors that... A delivery have, service, you mean? Yeah, delivery service. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. So he just opened this company of delivery service, but he gets only actors 
to his uh, <laughs> his company. So, but it, but it's very it's difficult. People are not doing what they used to do, what they want to do, what they are best in to do, what they have learned. They now have to go and work in the garden just to have something to eat or whatever. Uh, of course, teaching. Of course, you can hear about everything. Cleaning houses, even. And oh sure. Yeah, some of them are famous here in Israel, and it's it's really um, so the whole place is really burning, and that's why we are trying to stand with everything. Even when we were in this lockdown, we were going out to the balconies and just holding signs and trying to make it faster, I don't know, mm. better. <laughs> Uh, what's the word there for uh, the vaccines that are coming out? So I guess uh, like everyone else uh, in the world, uh, people say that, okay, I, I don't believe it. Uh, they say only two months, but no way. It will take until the, the next summer. And even in the next summer, it will be maybe and not for all of us. And there are some people who don't really want to take this thing because they don't know now what is in it uh, so uh, maybe it's it's a new uh, manipulation that they don't want to have it in their body you know even things like that i i've heard um so i i i totally hope that that it will make it gone everything like and let's go back to the huge fast train i mean yeah I don't know. What do you feel about it? What do you think is in in U.S.? Well, I I try to um, to keep up with it every day. I think that my my experience with with tracking the news about COVID and back vaccines and that is that um, I believe it's coming. I think it's going to be off probably by about two weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that. Uh, uh, but but I also am hopeful because I want um, I I know that once we start vaccinating people I know it's going to be well the first people who are supposed to be vaccinated are supposed to be the scientists who are creating it because they need to be protected to create more and then it's uh, frontline workers and then senior people um, but at, but even that progress is going to start diminishing the caseloads. And, and it's going to lead us to herd immunity. Mm-hmm. I don't theater-wise. Uh, I think we're looking at we are supposed to reopen in June, but it started off yeah. last year as oh, we'll reopen in two weeks, and then three months, and yeah. then you know. And so um, that I, I'm I'm kind of buying. I really am um, because. Uh, e- even if we could open earlier, you know, Broadway needs three months to re-rehearse and all of that. So I'm actually quite optimistic about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be, you know, it's better than we were like what, six months ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I would say. I'm like, a you know, perspective here. Yeah. Um, at least for me. Um, what do you have on the horizon as far as like, what are your goals right now? I, I have a feeling that you set a lot of goals and plan a lot. Um, now that you've sort of understood the adjustment, what what's your agenda look like on artistically? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, my uh, main activity was uh, in the direction of uh, film and television for the last two years, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. Uh, I'm in, in an inner gathering, uh, thanks to the situation, and managed to prepare uh, for a new world. Uh, and the materials, materials that uh, burn in me um, uh, change shape now and uh, try their luck in the, w- in the new way of, uh, of film and TV, uh, because I think it will take uh, um, time uh, for the theater to feel comfortable again, uh, mm-hmm. for the people to go to the theater and to the theater themselves. I mean, it will take a bit time. Uh, so that's that's how I turned um, uh, Purim, which is a, a new play of mine. Uh, I turned it to to be a script uh, for the TV series uh, now, and um, yeah, because it's, it, it's I'm not sure about it. Some somehow theater looks very very far, like the last thing that will be open and feel. Uh, alive again that that's the feeling i mean i was writing in the first lockdown and i said okay but i'm writing for theater i mean something that will happen two years from now let's try something else and it's heartbreaking again because theater stage it's something that i i ad- admire and mm-hmm. but but i have to to look I'm, I'm a lot a lot of theaters here by the way that used to, to make everything on Zoom, uh, to project their uh, shows on Zoom, and actors were in their houses, like, acting, and someone was editing it, you know, online. Sure. Uh, yeah, so so it's it's a new way, it's a new vision, and I truly believe that even after the, the corona time, they will keep some of it, or maybe mix it with something on stage or whatever, but because... Something else came up, I think. Oh, yeah. there's. I've, I've interviewed a couple of different parties uh, on, on the show, and uh, there's this one gentleman who creates and develops musicals for um, primarily for schools and primarily for, with female characters. And his, his business model is taking off. People are asking him to... to uh, uh, to change the, his projects from, you know, the stage into something they could do online. And so he's doing that. And now it's just, everybody is just really yeah. thirsting for that right now. So he's, yeah. he's like, it's, it's been a huge blessing. Um, I have another, uh, this married couple that uh, they're, they're both directors and assistant directors in theater, but they started a, like a postcard writing um, situation where they hired writers and the writers created these scenarios and then they send out postcards to people who are the audience and the audience, you know, writes back and says, Hey, I want, I want the action to go in this direction. And they're creating yeah. these stories and, um, and it's, it's, it's good. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, and all of those people just, just, just to put that out there, all of those people had a time where they had a week or two where they were like, I don't know what the hell to do. And I'm just so sad. And I'm so, you know, I remember I, um, uh, when I, uh, when this first happened, I said, I put out on Facebook, I, I, I did an announcement. Said, if anybody wants to do a podcast, 
talking about how they feel, what they're doing, what their plans are, let me know. Typically, when I throw out a line for um, a podcast, I get two or three people or organizations wanting one. And this time, nothing. Nothing for like, wow. I know. And I thought, what's what's going on? And and my husband, David's like, this just happened. People's heads are spinning right now. And they need some, they don't even know what they're going to do tomorrow, much less tell you what they're going to do with their businesses. So, oh my God. yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, so people are, are doing things, but it did take them a while to get there uh, mentally. Yeah. Um, so you said that people are doing, they were doing Zoom projects or they, they've started to do Zoom projects. They're uh, doing, yeah, they started during the coronavirus. They said, okay, let's do it like this. And uh, people from all over, over the world are watching it. And it's really nice. It's something detective-ish, you know, and it's really nice. It's, it's, it works. And, and then here in Israel, uh, you know, like businesses uh, turn to them and ask them to do something for their workers because they still need culture. They still need people to work with them, to have uh, fun days with uh, of the company, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it became the culture now because people are there. That's what people can do. So artists are like there here. And yeah, yeah. I wanted to comment on something you said earlier. Um, it's, it, you were saying that, you know, people who were um, like, you know, strong contenders talent-wise in the theater uh, industry and, and possibly movies and TV, that they're, they're doing the jobs that the rest of us have all already been doing for a long time. Um, it's, I, I feel like COVID has sort of like leveled the playing field a little bit. We're all in the same place. Yeah. And we all have the same opportunities right now. And that's interesting to me. I mean, um, do, do you feel like, have you, you, have you worked that to your advantage or you, um, it's a new world uh, order. That's what I, I feel and believe. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I, when I was a religious kid, I was thinking, I was reading in the Bible, um, and, and in that time, the whole uh, generation was died somehow. And, mm. you know, like the, the, the earth opened her mouth and took them in. And that's how it felt. I mean, something, a new wave came, took a lot of people, unfortunately, out, out of this world. Uh, huge businesses are just crashed down and small, very creative businesses are trying now to, you know, grow. And mm-hmm. yeah, something get his balanced again. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's very sad to say that because it's 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 sitting on something very very dramatic and tragic, you know. But yes, I tr- totally believe in it, and and that's that's why I, I feel like I'm I'm going to to wake up to a new world, which I don't really know what he will ask from me now. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I I was living until now. I was trying to create my thoughts and everything, but the, the world is changing and. It's really, it's makes me, it, it keeps me very uh, awake. Yeah. It's, <laughs> on one hand, it's, it's so sad and it's so difficult to go yeah. through this with the deaths and the sickness. But on the other hand, there's, there's hope. And the hope, I said this in my last show, the hope I think is, is not being created by governments. 
It's being yeah. created by the people who are figuring yeah. out how to move through it. I'll tell you that everything never happened through governments. <laughs> it always the people and the governments usually yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if all they can do is get us a, a vaccine and get it to us yeah. ASAP, then, then, then I'll be pleased. Give us the them. money. Give right. us the money. Do it good and sit there. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. You know, you're right. I mean, I, I have another business that I do with my husband and we've, we've been able to continue with our business. Um, and, but a lot of people are like struggling for money. And um, that's, that's so difficult. You were saying earlier is, are they, is your government paying everyone while all the businesses are closing? Are you getting any like financial subsidies from them? I do. Uh, of course it's not enough. And of yeah. course it's makes no sense. Um, but because you're not flying somewhere because you're doing nothing except of going to the supermarket, which somehow looks now like Champs-Élysées. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're, yeah, it's just supermarket and home, you know? Uh, so, so it's okay to live like this, but yeah. yeah. Not, not forever and not for much longer. <laughs> Yeah, I have to tell you though, I have saved a lot of money not going to the theater in New York. I've like, I mean, just just saving a ton of money, but that's <laughs> good, so. you know. Just take the opportunity to pay some credit down and <laughs> and that, you know, that's that's the way I look at it. That's that's as positive as I can get is that I'm paying bills. Um, how does Tel Aviv view America's response to COVID nineteen? I'm just kind of curious about that. Well, more clear than how China reacts to Corona, no? <laughs> really? No, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you the truth. To maintain my mental health, um, I'm not so involved in managing uh, the Corona crisis around the world, but mm -hmm. I can tell you that uh, all of Israel was so attentive to the U.S. election and claimed that What will happen in the U.S. is a sign of what will happen in Israel uh, in terms of government, etc. Um, we always look at you, big sexy sis. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, Bibi was saying every evening, and uh, the whole uh, world learned from us how to react to the corona and blah blah blah. Uh, but I don't know. I truly don't know because I've heard about areas in U.S. that they are like acting like this. They don't care about this. They are doing like this or they are haven't. So you, you always think about it. And, and at the beginning, we, we were like, uh, we followed Germany and we always did something that they did. Their step was like three days before us. And then mm -hmm. we, we did it. And then afterwards, we, they all say, hey, they know how to manage uh, the, the crisis and everything. And then two weeks after us, they, they had their second lockdown because, right. yeah. So I don't know, but I, I believe it's interests, interests, interests. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why and that's how, that's, that's, that's I'm sure even without following it too much. By interest, do you mean like um, it's all about where you are on the continuum of it? It's it's all about sort of like whatever the government interests are and yes. politics. With yes, it. government interests. Oh wow! Yes. Wow, I 
you know, I'm completely buying that big time. <laughs> yeah, and we will feel it uh, when the uh, uh, the uh, I forgot this uh, word, but um, the the thing that help help us to to go to, again to make to be he- healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, the vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> we will we will meet it when it will come to to the state to to the country to the countries all over the world. Wow. Because then you you'll have to think, okay, who's gonna get before who and how much they get and who's in the end will get and I think that will discover a lot of uh not uh very politically correct uh, <laughs> i i I think that's an incredible observation that you just made um because i I think that if we watch. The vaccine and the rollout of the vaccine and sort of like play that against uh, political what's going on politically in all of our various countries over the world um, that that would be you know I'm gonna start like thinking of it in that context that's really super smart it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with Victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say you Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That's, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, Sorry about my poor English, but thank no, you. No, no. You are loud and <laughs> you are loud and clear i'm I, and it's it's I, I love that um what in your opinion will theater in Tel Aviv look like post covid nineteen once we're all vaccinated and we're good yeah. and herd immunity and all that i think it it will take time both for the theaters to uh, return return them themselves and for the audience uh, not to be afraid to go to the theater uh there will be a lot of uh, interest. On the one hand and uh, avoidness uh, on the other hand that's what I, I, I feel people are hungry uh, to be uh, together and I hope that the the vaccine will give great confidence to to mix with each other again uh, because it's about it uh, I think but um, I, I truly cannot I, I cannot even say because I, I, I read something about uh, about theaters here in, in Tel Aviv today because I wanted to, to see again where is it before I, I meet you and they even don't know because they say we used to have uh, uh, shows plays for uh, you know 18 people on yeah. stage or the opera so we cannot we cannot bring uh, I mean the, the opera the Israeli opera now asked from their uh, choir uh, choir. Um, not, not to be there. I mean, it's one, almost 100 singers that they told them we can use only the main singers on stage. For the next year, you cannot work mm-hmm. in the opera. I mean, so you, you can never know what, what, will, what will happen. What, it's, it's going to be a show for only five people on stage? I, I don't know. It's really, they have to think about it. I'm probably sure they, they think about it. And I truly don't know. Oh, absolutely. I think it's, I think people are taking risks a little bit. Um, and I don't mean that they're, they're doing, participating in risky behavior. They're, 
their projects are, um, you know, COVID safe usually for the most part. Um, but I think a lot of people who take a risk, they get, they, 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 they get a lot, they get praise, but mostly they get criticism for it. And in, in this day and age, you know, when we're all just trying to survive and get through the, the day, uh, I think that that's really disheartening for people. So, um, so, so I totally hear that. Um, once every, once governments say, okay, it's, it's safe to go back into theaters right now and you can go back to what you were doing before. How many months after that do you think people will actually be comfortable going back into theaters? What's, what do you think is like when they say it versus when, they, when we believe so because, it? Yeah, because, because uh, uh, theaters and opera houses are laying on um, very, uh, not very, but old people. I mean, okay, it's not uh, the teenagers mm-hmm. uh, who are going there. Uh, so it will be, I think, very little at the beginning. It will take, I think, if you're asking by months, I think at least five months that people will feel okay to go into this crazy hall with people standing in the queue or sitting next to, next to each other and yeah, I think masks will stay in for the next, I think, maybe one, two years because people will feel now that, okay, maybe the corona is gone, but still we can get infected from people. We don't know even what it will be now, what, what will be the, the new thing, but mm-hmm. we need gloves and we need masks. So that's what I feel. I feel it will be around half a year until everything will come like and be healthier. Right. Before we go back to the normal before, before COVID, the coronavirus. Yeah. I, I agree too. And as, as you know, positive Pollyanna as I try to be about the whole thing. (laughs) I, 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 realistically it's, I I agree with you. I think it's just, uh, it's just going to take some time and you are right. I mean, the, the main, uh, um, demographic for theater, particularly like Broadway, are people who are older, who really who can afford it. Yeah. So it, yeah, and and it's that's that's not a full audience. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. well, uh, well, now before we go, I'm going to let you go. But before we go, can you please tell our audience where they can find you and keep up with your plans for the present and the future? First of all, if you're investors in film, please call me now <laughs> because <laughs> I have some things for you. No, but uh, unfortunately, uh, due to the situation, you can always uh, follow me on Facebook or Instagram because anything new um, that will come up, uh, I will update there uh, for sure. Um, and yeah, nothing that I can say, okay, go there or go uh, Not now. Um, I mean, writing. <laughs> do you do you have a website? Uh, no, it's Instagram and Facebook. And Facebook, okay. What's well, that's fine, cool. That's that's good. That's good enough. Yeah. As long as as long as people can find you, um, yeah, Zion is an incredible writer. Um, I know that we saw. I don't want to. We saw is it Angina pectoris? Yeah. I was going to say angina pectoris, but. It sounds um, amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I didn't want to like... I'll know, think about it. <laughs> crass. Crass. It would be like, I like say it like a crass American. So, um, uh, and I remember we, we saw 
the show. We saw it here in New York when you did a production of it. And um, about, I don't know, uh, we were sitting in our chairs and about, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds before the show started, um, I thought to myself, hmm, I wonder if this show's in Hebrew. <laughs> lights go down, whole show, you know, lights <laughs> back up, and the whole show's in, in Hebrew. And the great thing about it is that, and this is how you can tell a really good writer, I totally understood the whole thing without really without really understanding the language. The, the the strong beats were there and you knew what was going on, like like you know how you one translates like opera or ballet. And I thought, wow, that's I am completely getting this. I'm laughing when I'm supposed to be laughing. Um, and that's, <laughs> Thank you that's so much. Oh yeah, it's it was it was really terrific. And then we met your friend uh Sharon. Sharon, yeah. Yeah, Thank tell him you. I said hi. <laughs> I will. I will send him. Well, thank you so much for being with us on the show, Zion. You've been an amazing guest, and I wish you broken legs in the, for your project in the future. And um, I know that you are one of the leaders that's going to navigate us through and out of this to a better future for theater. You are amazing, and I appreciate you being on the show. And you are. Thank you. I will give my ha- my life in your hands. Oh, thank you thank very you much. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's I'm so happy. It's beautiful what you're doing oh, and how you manage everything. You're you're amazing. Thank you oh. so so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you very. I appreciate that. Uh, I I love compliments. Feel free to just issue them profuse. I will send it to you every day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's very kind. Well, folks, the proverbial 11 o'clock number has been sung and the bows have been taken. So it's time to lower the curtain. Once again, a big thanks to the fabulous, multi-talented Zion Ashkenazi. He's awesome. You can find more episodes of your program, Is Your Ticket, on the Broadway Podcast Network, who has honored me with a place on their incredible theater podcast platform. Broadway Podcast Network is all about creating an engaging, immersive, user-friendly experience where theater stories of all kinds can be easily found, shared, and enjoyed. You can visit them on my landing page at bpn.fm slash ypiyt. Again, that's bpn.fm slash ypiyt, which stands for your program is your ticket. Isn't that clever? Uh, your program is your ticket. It's also on Facebook at facebook.com. Your program is your ticket. I'm on Twitter at, at program ticket. I'm also on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Deezer, TuneIn, Listen Notes, and I'm also on the UK-based theater platform, Thespi. So um, that they're a, a really good uh, website and po- um, platform to go to. And then um, my my podcast actually runs like in, about in the top five. And so that's nice. I appreciate that from them. Um, and I also appreciate all good ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. They really help to boost my profile. A quick thanks to North Coast NYC, the hip hop improv theater ensemble that does my intro and outro music. You might be hearing it right now. If you're not hearing it right now, you're going to hear it in a couple seconds. So they're awesome. Folks, take a little time to visit theater websites and see what they have to offer as we transition through and out of this pandemic. Watch their content, give them all great ratings and reviews, and most importantly, donate, donate, donate. It's the fastest way that you can help. They get the money right then and there, and it is so, 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 so helpful, especially in times like these. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and until our next show, so long, theater people, and curtain. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.